Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. I hope you're having 
a great day wherever you're listening to this. Great evening, great night. If you're driving at the gym, I love listening to podcasts as I walk. Um, watch where you're walking and enjoy today's show where I welcome Lauren Reitzman and her mom, Jonine McKenzie. And Lauren and Jonine and I get into all things relationship skills. And based on their book, Relationship Essentials, we have a free-flowing conversation about how to feel heard, fight fair, and set boundaries. All super important things that you can apply today to your relationship, if you're in one, or to your future relationship. We talk about what to do if you're in a long-term relationship, but if you're in the early dating stages, some things you can do to set the tone for the rest of the relationship that I really enjoyed. I love this conversation. I love the dynamic between Lauren and Jonine, and I know you guys will too. And as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Enjoy today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by our online course, Spark My Relationship. Do you guys want to create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days? Yes. Sign yes. me up. <laughs> then you guys need to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. It is an online course, like I mentioned, that we created with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you guys the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. We talk about it on the show, relationships take work. Sometimes they function pretty easily and you coast along, but we've found the reality is, is you have to do work sometimes and to make them better, to change them so that they're more satisfying for both partners. And you've made it here. You've made it to listening to our show. So you guys probably already know that a little bit. But what you might not know are the specific tools and exercises that you need to create those lasting and positive improvements in your relationship. And like Chase said, change does not happen on its own. It takes hard work. And that's why we created the course. Spark One Relationship is designed to infuse your life and relationship with fresh passion, skills, and wisdom. And it's a self-paced journey that's perfect for turning up the heat, having some fun together, and revolutionizing your intimacy and communication. And just some tools and strategies that the course includes is to how to eliminate unhelpful old habits, develop mindful awareness to help improve your stress management, learn healthy and successful communication tools, create a deeper and more intimate bond, and strengthen your couple microculture, which you will find out what that is. Uh, in the future together. So for our listeners only, we're offering a special of $100 off the course. Visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock to unlock your discount. And there is a 30-day money-back guarantee. So there really is no reason to not give it a try. So go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock for $100 off. Hi, Jonine and Lauren. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. We're delighted to be here. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about the skills that we can bring into a relationship that will help us feel heard, fight fair, and set boundaries. Now that sounds like we're pretty much 
covering a wide area of issues that are going to come up in relationships because we all want to feel heard. We want to fight fair and set boundaries. So why don't we start by having you tell us why you think these skills are important, why we need to practice them because we're not really taught them, and then we'll dive into these skills. Relationships as an area of study, like you said, are constantly ignored in that they're not directive. We don't learn how to do relationships. No one says, hey, here's really good research-based techniques. Rather, we look at the modeling that we come from. So every relationship is coming from a different model in the family and then in the culture and even in the community at large in which you're learning relationship strategies. And sometimes those patterns that are modeled are not healthy. They're they're the opposite of health. And people then are struggling to try and find how, how do I do this? (laughs) It feels so hard. And usually they don't seek relational wellness or even help until there's been some trauma or some some heartache that maybe could be prevented if we could start with a with an pr- approach that was more proactive. So our stance and the reason that we wrote this book and do the work that we do at the Center for Relationship Education is to change that narrative and start directing people at all ages with proven skills for enhancing the quality of their connections. I love it. And it's why I love doing this podcast. I said in the pre-show, like, I don't give the advice. I'm just right here along with our listeners getting the information because we're not taught this when we're growing up. And even if we are taught it, it should be like a constant practice and learning because it's hard and it's important. And we want to be able to better relate with the people in our lives. So let's start with how we can feel heard and develop that skill. And I have a feeling it comes with communicating, not just saying, hear me louder. (laughs) That's not necessarily the key. So how can we feel heard by our partner? Well, uh, first of all, you need to have a little bit of self-awareness. You need to kind of know what it is that you need to say, what you want to be heard about. So. Um, I think that you need to work on yourself around what is it that I want to communicate? What is the challenge that we're dealing with? What is um, something that I want to share with my partner? And you kind of have to figure it out in your mind and and then uh, speak it out loud. And you but you have to speak it out loud. Because no, it's not fair to allow somebody or to try to make somebody a mind reader. So one of the things that we teach is, uh, who you know, who are you? What is your you know? Wh- what do you want? What what are the things that you want out of a relationship, uh, a friendship? Uh, what do you want from your family members? And and we kind of go through those exercises of really defining things about you what matters to you, what your value statements are, what your, what your ideals are, what you want to be to this person. And uh, obviously all of us as humans want respect. We want to be known. We want to have emotional safety and that doesn't happen by accident. So a lot of the, the skills that we teach is how to get to those places of, um, creating emotional safety, 
uh, letting your partner know before you even speak, I'm going to say something that might trigger something in you, whether it's anger or emotion, some kind of emotion or um, worry or and you preface it with, I'm going to do that. I'm going to say something here and I, I, I want you to listen to what I have to say and then we'll have a conversation about it. Because most people, when they have a conversation or or are in a in a place when life is so busy, it's not it's a it's not a response, it's a reaction. In order to build to be heard and to communicate well, we need to try to elicit a healthy response, not a reactive uh, place. So those are kind of some of the skills that we impart to the people that. Uh, come to our workshops or the people that we train to do workshops on our behalf. That's such an important point of being able to respond rather than react and easier said than done. But I think even myself personally, a lot of times that's a constant practice and it gets easier as you start to pay attention to it. But we're so caught up in maybe defending ourselves if our partner comes at us with a request and then we react and and now that conversation is maybe off the rails. So what advice would you give someone in practicing responding rather than reacting? I love what you said about the practice because I think people make an assumption that you just are naturally gifted at listening. <laughs> and it is it is something that as a parent to a toddler all the way through an 11-year-old, anyone who's parenting or co-parenting or single parenting knows that kids don't listen the first time. Well, adults don't either. We have to actually train our brain to really figure out the motive for the communication in the first place. As Janine was talking about, it's true that it's not just the words that you're listening for, but what am I actually needing to accomplish in getting my heart across to this person that I care about. And one of the things that we like to say and remind people is to check your motive for the relationship protection rather than your personal protection. If you're protecting the relationship, trying to fight for partnership, then neither person has a one up on the other. Neither person has more power. Neither person has a bigger ego because you're fighting for the same thing. I'm a big sports analogy person. I love uh, you know, watching professional sports in a great game where you've got this underdog and this rival. And one thing we always like to point out is in romantic relationships, especially you're not fighting. It's not offense versus defense. It's you're either on the offense together wearing the same Jersey, or you're defending your values as a couple together. And when we lose sight of our, that team collaboration, we actually start to protect our independence instead of our interdependence. And we start to protect our ego instead of our partner. And anytime that I find myself defending my ego, which is kind of often, uh, I have to stop and reframe looking at my partner and saying, I am with you. We're in this together. And my role, my role and goal is to lift you up because you are important and necessary for my well-being. And I think we're so independently driven in this kind of Western American culture, at least, where we're we're more likely to protect individualism than the collective coupling that is required for a healthy romantic relationship. 
And, and just to build on that point, I'll give you a, a great example. Um, my husband would like to go out for a walk. I'm walked out. I don't want to walk. I don't want to be in the cold. I want to come home from work and relax. I don't want to walk. And I, and I, so I don't want to do that for him, but I need to do it for the relationship. In other words, I see three entities. I see me, I see him, and I see the relationship in, in to Lauren's point, to build on Lauren's point. There's you, what are we going to do to nurture the relationship and, um, and to see that it's, it's, a, it's like a triangle rather than just two people. And, um, and he does the same for me. He doesn't, you know, necessarily, he's not a coffee drinker and I love coffee in the morning. So what is he, he doesn't necessarily want to get up and make me coffee, but he does it for the relationship. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And thank you guys for, for these great illustrations, because it is so important. And I love the, the team aspect because it's helped me a lot personally of wanting to defend the ego. Lauren, you said sometimes you have to defend your ego. It's like, oh, you're a human being <laughs> because we're wired this way. And if you can check yourself and check in and go, okay, I'm noticing I'm trying to defend myself and my motive is for me, 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 instead of we. And one of the phrases I like to use is say, hey, I want to be more connected to you. I feel anxious when you do this and this, and I want to be more connected. So it's like the I statements and saying that positive thing of like, I'm feeling this thing that's negative, but I want to be connected to you. So it brings it to the we and then your partner, or if I'm on the receiving end of that, it's like, oh, I'm not feeling attacked. It's like, they just want to be closer to me and, and to improve the we. So it's such a valuable switch that if we can train, but it takes constant practice. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving relationship advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero. Co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. 
Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was hero bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any hero bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated, and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab-and-go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code IDO at checkout. That's IDO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earn an app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earn it is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It really does. And I love what you said about having a phrase or something that you can actually have meaning for before you're in the heat of that anger. Because stress and anger do things to the brain that even the most skilled relationship coach or expert can't necessarily overcome if you're not ready and postured. It's it's like any first responder or any military personnel, you have basic training so that when it really happens, you you know what's happening to the body. You you have an overcoming uh brain pathway that you've practiced a lot. And I think that's where relationships sometimes have to play catch up is because we don't have a venue to practice. We're stuck in real time. And the training element is a really important commitment before, during, and through the continuation of any relationship, vocalizing, hey, we want to be practiced when we're in a healthy place so that when the conflict comes, not if, but when the conflict comes, we have this really good foundation rather than waiting until you're in that stressful context and and feeling like your only option is adrenaline, which typically doesn't do positive things for, for anyone. So I, I, I remember uh, teaching my littlest kiddos when they hurt each other's feelings, rather than just going and marching up and saying, I'm sorry, using the words that, that hurt my heart. And that really was tangible and it was practical for them and it was safe and it wasn't, you know, kitschy. And I thought that works for, you know, five, 10 year olds, but does it, does it really work for 
these adults that are not in kindergarten classes. And I found it to be so powerful just to say, Hey, babe, my heart hurts. That hurt my heart. And I know that wasn't your intention. I know you love me, but I can't just brush this under the rug because I'm, I'm going to feel, I feel like you're a jerk right now. I feel like I'm going to resent you, but I need you to know why it hurt my heart. Can I, are you willing to hear, you know, what you do? And, and that, that brings up the boundaries conversation because you talk about feeling heard and then moving into healthy boundaries. If a model that's gone before you allows someone who supposedly loves you to say things to you or treat you in a certain way, and you never set a healthy boundary and say, Hey, you can't talk to me like that. I'm, I'm your partner. I'm your lover. I'm your friend. I'm not your enemy. Don't, don't talk to me like that, please. Saying that one time can save you a decade of hurt versus not having the the confidence and the safety that Janine was talking about earlier to say, oh, you know, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm sure you didn't mean it because eventually the I'm sure you didn't mean it's really add up and they create this layer of stone around your heart. And that tenderness and intimacy can really suffer if you don't have really short accounts and healthy boundaries to say, please try that again. I know you didn't mean that, but that really hurt my heart. And you, you promised to love and protect my heart, not to hurt me. I've never heard a wedding vow that says, I promise to wake up every day and destroy your, your heart. (laughs) Nobody says that. Um, And yet it often happens because we don't know how to set healthy boundaries. And to put some meat on this and to make it very practical for a daily walk in a relationship, uh, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a collegial relationship, whether it's romance, um, is we have a, I'm a nurse by trade. And so in medicine, you, um, everybody has heard this in a medical world, one to 10, where is your pain? And doctors and nurses do that because once a, um, a patient or client says what they are from one to 10, it's very concrete. The, the provider knows what to do next. And so we did in our, in our work, one of our um, signature activities is one to 10, where is your heart? And it's a little check-in. It's a little check-in um, of, you know, I might have, been wounded by something that was said or some some facial gesture or some eye rolling or nonverbal communication. And uh, we don't have time to deal with it right there because we're with another couple or we're somewhere that it's not appropriate to have, you know, a conversation. But um, when we get home, it's okay. uh, Where is your, you know, one to 10, where is your heart? And it's just a check-in before you go to bed. It's a check-in when you get up in the morning so that little things don't start adding up and start decreasing your safety, your the, the love that you have for your partner. Um, and it's just a way to keep to keep the air clean, clear and to know how, how both of you are doing individually. And the response is actually scripted in that if your partner says, you know what, thanks for asking, I'm a six, one of the things we train people to respond with is, is there anything I can do to help get you to a seven? Rather than saying, what, how are you a six? That's the most ridiculous rating ever. You've had a great day. I've been nothing but kind to you. You better get to a 10. I mean, that that sometimes is that ego talking or the eye rolling that we silence when we say, you know, you have no right to be less than perfect today. But 
if we can tenderly come to the people we love and say, man, thanks for entrusting me with that number. It's, it's lower than I imagine you want it to be. And that's okay. But is there anything I can do to help get you to the next number? And we always talk about incrementalism with relationships, just, just like in medicine, if you were to take an IV and their pain was a 10 and you just dripped the entire bag through, you know, a fire hose into their body, it would, it would kill the patient. They have to slowly drip whatever chemicals are necessary to get their body in function. And the same is with our hearts. You can't over indulge in those quick fixes. You, you have to incrementally pattern yourself to say, you know what, I'm, I'm, thank you for trusting me with your heart right now. I know it sounds a little, it sounds a little cheesy, but it's powerful to be able to say, is there anything I can do to get you from a six to a seven? Is it, do you need a hug? Do you need some time by yourself? Do you need a hot shower? Uh, what, what can I do to help you improve your heart? And man, you can't respond to that with anything but gratitude when you're the person on the receiving end, because somebody is physically and emotionally caring enough to say, you see me, you hear me, and you're offering to help. (laughs) Yes, please. And I just think sometimes we don't even take the time to acknowledge the check-in at all. So simple, practical, great strategy that we'd love to share. I love that example. And it's so powerful to be able to do that from both sides. So Lauren, I want to ask you, you communicate to your partner, the example you said of like, Hey, that, that really hurt. And, and I, I want to, I want to communicate that to you. Ideally, our partner <laughs> in an ideal perfect world, is going to respond in a way you just said of, Oh, you know, I'm sorry. How, how can I get you from that six or from, from hurting you? How can I get you feeling better? Or how can I not do that again? Let's talk about that. That's a ideal response. Unfortunately, may not go that way. And let's say our partner digs their heels in. There's no apology. They're just kind of like, what do you mean? I, you know, I'm, and, and they start defending themselves. Where do we go from there? Well, I actually have experienced what you're talking about because like you mentioned, we're all human and we're not perfect. And anything that you talk about in a structural sense is typically more of the uh, mechanisms of practice so that you have a little bit of margin and uh, a uh, bell curve <laughs> to pull to pull from when the heat of the, the moment is there. So one of the things that is just a, a, t- a wonderful strategy that uh, actually was coined by the research of Dr. Scott Stanley at the University of Denver, um, it's probably not the only communication strategy that's known in this, but it's just to taking a very intentional timeout uh, and using those words and saying, rather than withdrawal or walking away or uh, avoidance that can sometimes be very passive, aggressive, and destructive, if you're not in a place where you can have that healthy safety or you're both over stress, which is very common and stress does not do good things for relationship communication. One of the things that we advise uh, through Stanley's work is to just say, Hey, you know what? I just need a timeout. We need to take a break, but setting a time to deal with it. That's very intentional. That's on the calendar as if it were an appointment at work that you could get fired for. If you didn't show up, say, Hey, when the kids go to bed tonight, we're going to turn off the TV. We're going to go into that comfy chair room in our house and I want to try and hear you. Um, some couples, it might take months or even years, and some might need 
external counsel and therapy to get to that healthy place because we don't want to be naive in assuming that a couple check-in skills after you know podcast listening are going to change years and sometimes decades of toxic patterning, but you have to have a starting point. So what we like to do is just say, you know what? I do this with my kids all the time when they have a really hard morning and we are just escalating and everybody's melting down before they even get out the door for school. Sometimes we'll go, we'll all go back in our bedrooms and I say, okay, we need to take a time out. Let's do a do-over. Let's pretend the alarm just went off and we're, I almost make it a joke, but to say, Hey, we're going to start over and let's try that again. Because I know that you didn't mean to yell at mommy like that, you know? And so we walk in our doors in our rooms, we all walk out again. We give each other a really cheesy hug and we, we pretend we're, you know, on Broadway and it kind of adds some humor. It reminds us that we are proud of the decisions that we made. And sometimes I practice the same thing with my husband, just like, okay, you didn't really mean it that way, or you did it. Let's try that again. Here's, here's another way to say that that would be more kind. Uh, remembering that we care about each other, remembering that we're for each other. And I think the risk in that is that it takes both people committing to good intentions and where we find an impasse in relational health is no matter how great you are at the, the skills, if both people aren't hundred percent willing to employ them, it leaves you stuck and disappointed. And so you have to be really self-aware and honest and say, maybe this is an impasse. Maybe we need some external help. And I really it, it breaks my heart when there isn't a quick fix, but I also am a realist. And I know that sometimes people need a do-over with a little bit more coaching strategy as opposed to just getting a do-it-yourself kit and, and going after it. But everything starts with a willingness and a starting point. And for me, what works to go back to your, your question, Chase, is just to say, I I really don't think you meant it that way, or I know you might not be ready, but I just need some time, but I'm not going to take so much time that we discount the importance of this conversation. So let's pick a time to revisit this, this conversation. Right. And just to amplify Lauren's example of the willingness, um, it also takes skills. And when couples are dating this is a great time to do this because it's a high motivation when you're dating. It's high fun. It's, and it doesn't, you don't want it to be work. You want it to be fun and humor. So what we did is um, I kind of put this together of, I want, I'm going to say this and I want you to say this and I'm going to say this and I want you to say this. And it was almost like a script. It was very scripted. And I wrote it down and we had a glass of wine we we had a lot of fun with it. We played with it. And um, then I gave him permission to do that to me when we were dating. And it was such a great foundational way to outline what it is that you needed to hear from each other. And it, it, was, a, it was a lot of insight that we had when we were doing these scripts. And... It was, it's even carried over into our marriage for years and years and years and years because we kind of trained ourselves to respond with this script in mind. And we did a lot of different kinds of scenarios. Uh, and when we do get stuck, it's not that we don't get stuck because we do. Uh, we get busy. Uh, we we're, short, you know, we're short with each other. 
uh, we're stressed. And uh, like Lauren said, we need to take a time out and go back to the foundation, mm -hmm. go back to what we learned earlier, what we practiced earlier. And that's why uh, relationship education is so important because nobody teaches us how to do this. This is this is the foundational part of our humanness is to be connected. Is if you look at the Harvard study, the 75 year Harvard happiness study, the reason we're happy, the number one reason for health and happiness is the quality of our relationships, according to Harvard and the 75 year study. So this is so important to our mental health, to our physical health, to our emotional health and to our wellness to be able to have healthy, satisfying relationships. But it takes skill and it takes practice. And I love what you said there about going back to the beginning in that dating honeymoon season of a romantic relationship, at least, because it's that season that's the starting point that sometimes people need a refresher for when they get so bogged down with the weight of not being able to grasp that fun butterfly sensation anymore. And one of the things that has been really practical for us uh, in my, my personal marriage relationship is the, we, re, we remember our vows by actually rereading our vows at least once a year off the paper that we, we probably, and we've been married for 15 years and to be able to say, you know, you can't keep a promise that you don't remember. And so how many couples are honoring what they promised each other in that butterfly season when their hearts were throbbing, they couldn't get enough of each other if they don't even remember what they said. And I, you'd be shocked when I ask a couple, you know, how, how many of your vows are you killing it? You know, how, what, which ones are you just knocking out of the park and which ones need some improvement? And they all look at me with just choose wide eyes and say, I, wait, I don't even remember what my vows were. Um, and so that's just another practical thing. If you, if you can't find them, if you are, if you never made them, if you're working on them for a future wedding, uh, for, for a romantic commitment to really gel in a way that has staying power, we advise you to keep those promises fresh and make sure that you check back and say, you know, you promised me this, or I promised you that, and I'm not doing a good job, or you're not keeping your end of the bargain. And and I know that you're a promise keeper because you're somebody that I, I trust and you keep your promises at work. You keep your promises to your kids. Why, why aren't we keeping our promises to each other? And a lot of times I find it simply because people forget. They don't remember what they said. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. When you work full time, have kids and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy. No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code I do when you check out at oneskin.co. 
I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney Show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to The Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. One of the things that's been really important for me to internalize is that it's not up to our partner to treat us how we want. It's up to us to communicate. We can say, oh, that hurt. Use I statements, communicate like we're saying, But I just want to emphasize this because I think it's so important with this whole theme of that it's not up to our partner to treat us how we want. We can say it, but I say that because with all this relationship advice that that I'm getting, that we're giving to the audience, it's great. And we could communicate perfectly and then our partner can still hurt us and they, they probably will. And when you get to that impasse, you have to either accept the the pattern what whatever your partner is doing you can't change them and and then that as you mentioned maybe it's time to get a third party um i'm just speaking i'm speaking about myself but i'm speaking to those people that are like oh this all sounds great and i want to do it and and they're doing it but it it's just really frustrating and their partner's still hurting them and maybe they're trying to just man if they would just treat me more kindly and say this this and this and we wouldn't fight and and that's external control and that's not 
going to solve anything. You're trying to change them. So it, it does reach a point where maybe you need to bring in that third party. And then maybe that's a relationship that is not working and it's time to move on. And this podcast is dedicated to making relationships work. But I think that's an important thing to remember that we can't change our partner and, and that there is a point where we need professional help. And then there's a point where maybe it's just not the relationship. That person is not the person for you or the timing's off. And I, I just wanted to insert that and maybe hear your guys' thoughts. Now, I, I think that's really profound and, and quite accurate in that the assumption that anyone, no matter how long you've been together, how many deep conversations you've had, nobody can ever read your mind at any point in time except for yourself. And going back to the boundaries conversation, boundaries get a bad rap because they actually have limits. They have, they, they're hard lines that you cannot and should not cross, but ultimately boundaries allow us to enjoy life and they're helpful for the people who are trying to interpret what we need. And if you haven't ever, or if you need to revisit it, if you've broken a lot of boundaries or let something slide just because it's more uncomfortable to have the harder conversations, it'd be a great time. Maybe, maybe this hearing this content is motivating you to just sit down with the person that you love and say, Hey, I want to revisit, you know, what are the non-negotiables? What are the things that I need that you need that we promised to help meet for each other? And, and let's start from the same place because we're both, we're both attributing to the pain. It's not one-sided. Like you mentioned, Chase, we're both uh, partners in this. And that means that I've unintentionally hurt you. And maybe you've unintentionally hurt me, or maybe it is intentional. And we've, we've turned on each other and we want to make our way back. I love speaking in metaphor. And I think analogies really help me. And one of the tools that we actually wrote down in a chapter of relationship essentials had to do with uh, nailing it and a hammer and hitting the nail on the head with intention. And what's interesting, if you've, you know, many times now you have professional nail guns and you don't have those hammer and nail projects one by one, but if you've ever actually nailed something into wood and you've missed it, even just by a slight millimeter, you can actually still, the momentum of that nail still gets into the wood, but it enters the wood kind of bent and the person who hit the nail will never know that because it's in the wood. And I think that's what happens in relationships is somebody strikes, they're off by just a little bit. And the person who's bent out of shape never sets the boundary to say, hey, oh, that that hit me the wrong way. You're, I know your intent might have been good, but that really bothered me. And if you don't pull that nail out of the wood and say, here's where I'm bent and here's where we can try that again, you end up having a lot of hidden pain that can in the long term do a lot of siloing and, and isolation and, and damage to your heart. So just do your best to say, man, here was here's my goal when I struck. How did that hit you? That's actually a phrase in our book. How did that hit you? And if it wasn't in a positive way, how can I help? I just I think sometimes starting fresh and starting over is the only option and, and doing it with help is not a shame inducer. It's actually a sign of courage and strength to say, I want to be better. And no one shames us when we take a spin class to get better physical endurance. No one shames us when we take an art class to learn about painting and watercolors. But for some reason, if we seek relationship help, we're 
we're, we're tainted in some way. And I think we need to change that narrative and say, you know what, the people who seek help for their relationships are the ones that are the most successful in life because they know what really matters. Right. And there's a lot of toxicity out there. You were talking about that, Chase. Uh, you don't want to stay in a toxic relationship. And I'll give you an example of boundary setting and not being able to change your partner. Uh, my husband was involved in sports for a very long time with coaching and, you know, coaching boys and young men and a lot of locker room talk, a lot of locker room talk, a lot of uh, sarcasm, all of that. And I don't do well with sarcasm and I don't do well with vulgar. And I've told him that I told him that from the beginning. But guess what? D habits die hard. And he would come home and he would be excited or uh, tired or stressed and he would get vulgar and he would get sarcastic. And I would just do a timeout and say, this is not working for me. I cannot change you. I just choose not to be in your presence until you clean it up. I cannot listen to this. I, can, I just cannot. It, 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 it blows up my brain. And I'm really sensitive to it. It's like seeing violence. I can't, I can't look at violence. I can't watch violent movies. So if he wants to watch violent movies, you do it by yourself. So again, I think you're right. You, it's very hard to change your partner. You only can change what you can change about what you will tolerate. But you need to articulate that to your partner. And that's when um, we really suggest that when people are in a fun stage of their relationship, if they're moving towards a more committed relationship, um, especially if they plan on having children and all that, we need to really give them a skill set so that uh, so that the toxicity can be reduced. It might it might not be and because you do what you know, you do how your parents did relationships. That's how you do relationships because you don't go to classes, but now there are classes and that's what we do with the Center for Relationship Education. We provide the classes, we provide the training, we provide books and curricula um, for different target population groups because this is, this is the essence of who we are as humans, to be able to have healthy relationships in the workplace, at home, uh, with our neighbors. Uh, and it's just not easy. It's just not easy when somebody, when somebody just, you know, it's like, it's like uh, fingernails on the blackboard and you can't tolerate it. You have to speak it out loud and take yourself away from that place that you cannot tolerate. I agree. And I think the work that you guys are doing is so important and I'm so thankful for having you guys share all of your knowledge on the show today. Lauren, I love the metaphor with the hammer and the nail and I think you should make a book. It's called Nailing It and just play off that metaphor the whole way. Because well, you know, we do have the book Relationship Essentials that just yes. was released in November and Nailed It is chapter nine, I believe. Beautiful. So, uh, all of that and many more practical metaphors. That's our heart is to take the theoretical that can be so overwhelming and really just break it down to something that everybody can digest and remember and practice. So every single chapter in Relationship Essentials is a real tool, 
a, a measuring tape, a hammer, uh, an Allen wrench. It's really been fun to watch people take these tools and start building something great. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find the book online, where they can find you guys online, and then we'll say goodbye. Certainly. Uh, we are on Amazon at every major bookselling retailer. You can just search Relationship Essentials, and you'll find Janine McKenzie and Lauren Reitzema as co-authors, and go ahead and purchase it from there. You can also find us vocationally on our website, www.myrelationshipcenter.org. That's myrelationshipcentersingular.org. All of our uh, bios and contact information and the staff that helps us accomplish this mission is available to connect and get you equipped with the skills that you need to do relationships well. Well, guys, thank you for taking the time to come on the show today. Thank you so much for having us, Chase. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.